Hello, everyone, and welcome to Tanner and Nathan's, uh, I guess, Merge podcast again. Uh, we try and do this, try, power of words, we try and do this once a month. I said it again. <laughs> we try and do this once a month and again too um, to uh, bring our, uh, I guess, our audiences together and our um, work together to discuss topics that are influencing society today and um, I'm very grateful to have met Tanner through Jason's program. When he o- opens up again next year, I highly recommend doing that program. You meet not only do you meet um, and work with yourself, and you and you understand why you do the things you do, but you do meet an awesome tribe of people. And yeah, and to meet Tanner and all the other people that I've met through this program has been truly um, incredible. And it's a very supportive and very uh, I know it's a buzzword, very I- inclusive group. So. Um, without a side, Tanner, welcome today. I'll quickly just get it through a couple of formalities here. Um, for those that are in Australia, and I know Victoria will eventually get her crystal shop uh, going worldwide, but this is um, she's an awesome woman. Uh, her website's isabeljkennelco.com. There's a link to it in the bottom. Use my code breaking free, get 10% off. This is her crystal infused sexual desire and pleasure candle. Uh, this candle has been an interesting fine for me the last couple of months. Uh, I will delve into my sexual awakening in the next couple of weeks, maybe with Tanner, um, maybe on my own, who knows. But this is a really awesome candle. She has heaps of other ones. She has trust the universe, mental focus and clarity. Um, She has trust yourself, vibrational ones. There's so many. She infuses them with crystals and you get to keep them at the end once, once the candle burns out. So highly recommend getting on this if you're in, Australia and supporting a, a business that's actually aware of what's going on and she's doing good things to help people. So jump on that one. Um, I finally reached out to Bond Charge Tanner. I've finally got me little link going. So I've spoken about the blue light blocking glasses before, which I'm wearing now. You can see the blue light bit bouncing off my uh, computer glasses here. Jump on the link to my affiliate page in the bottom. You get 15% off at, at, at the checkout. Um, you can buy all sorts of things, grounding mats. You can buy blue light blocking light bulbs. You can buy computer lights, desktop lights, um, glasses, so many products on there. You can buy like Wi-Fi blocking um, bags and glasses and Wi-Fi blocking um, stuff to put your phone in and all sorts of things. Jump on there and take a look. These are the nighttime blue light glass ones that uh, help you with your sleep and help your body produce melatonin for sleep. So jump on my link down the bottom, um, get yourself a pair of these awesome glasses. They are fashionable. I love looking like an, uh, like I'm a, some <laughs> sort of <laughs> 3d guy. It's pretty cool. Jump on there, grab yourself some glasses. Tanner, welcome today, mate. Uh, we got you. fear. Fear is our topic today. It's an interesting topic, this one. So I'll let you take the floor. Tanner, welcome, mate. Happy to have you here. Hey everyone, thank you so much for again for having me, Nathan. Uh, I just want to say I, I'm very happy I was able to meet you too. And uh, Nathan's actually correct. If you have a chance to work with to sign up for the coaching school, highly recommend it. It's filled up again and we just opened up like a week or two ago. Hmm. And like it always fills up like instantly because people know that you can get some good worth out of it. And just you you really can just change your life and then you can help change other people's lives, which is really what I love about it. Uh, you know, it's, it, this is exactly what me and Nathan both do as well. You know, we teach you the information so you don't need to rely on us anymore. You can go change your life and other people's lives as well. So 
uh, fantastic information, but yeah, we're here to talk about fear, right? And fear is a big form and a big contributor to self-sabotage. You know, it's, it's one of the biggest, probably one of the biggest things that contributes to self-sabotage. Um, I mean, there's a lot of different factors to it, but you know, fear is all around us, right? Um, f- fear from the news 24 seven going on, uh, fear, like in our own heads, Oh my, am I going to be good enough? Should I ask that person out? Should I not ask that person out? Um, you know, I don't want to start this cause I might fail. Like there's so many different fears we have going on daily. And it's really important that we're aware of why we are having those fears and you know what, how those fears are holding us back. Hmm. Spot on. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like the people that are, that are ruling you through the screen, which we've, which we've spoken about, um, they put you in that state of fear to make you fear the cold, to fear the, the flu, to fear fake things that aren't real, to fear, to fear basically everything really. Cause they, they want you fearing the sun too. It's like, well, if you're in that state of vibration and that state of fear, then you're easy to rule, lie to, manipulate, govern, and steal from. If you look at how this has been done for the last 100 years, they've put people and programmed people to be in that state of fear because that vibration is such a low vibration that you aren't sure of yourself, you aren't sure of the things around you. And if you aren't sure and you're confused, then that's how they get you. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I mean, and fear, like, the reason why like, you're so much more susceptible to influence or programming or subliminal messages or just control in general, right. Is the way fear works, right? What happens when you're in fear? Well, your subconscious mind takes over because you go into flight or flight mode. So it doesn't matter if the fear is like just inside your head, like you're scared of asking someone out. If the fear is um, there's actual saber tooth tiger or a car flying at you, right? All these fears are the same. They all work the same with your brain is where your brain says, well, we don't need my, the conscious mind. We don't need the, the critical thinking right now. We're in fear. We're, we're, we're worried for our life. We're worried, you know, for our own safety. So we're going to go to the quick thinking part of our mind. And that this part of your mind, the subconscious just wants to fit in. It just wants to fit in at any cost possible. Meaning that if your government overlords are telling you, Hey, you should probably go, you know, inject yourself with this or you should put on the mask and cover your face or you should stay inside all day you're much more likely to listen to that and to follow along if you're in fear it's interesting because yeah you're right they trick you through the confusion they make things so confusing that you that you don't know what's what and then if you don't know what's what then they can give you their um what's what i'm looking for they can give you their way out of whatever's going on and you'll think it's great this wonderful thing look at the last three years with the jibby jab they will think it's this great wonderful thing when it's actually really not because you're already so confused as to what's going on and you just want your life to go back to the way it was that you'll do anything to get that back because you're afraid to sit with yourself and 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 research for yourself but you're afraid to do all of that with yourself to understand why you're doing the things you're doing why you're being the the way you are so like if you're a confused mind then you're easier to rule and lie to but yeah it's it's like just sit with yourself 
if you're in fear of different things, just sit with yourself and ask yourself why you're in fear. And if it's not your fear and it's just a program, then if you look at the Max Major video, which you can put a link to on the bottom, you can be reprogrammed in a matter of like two minutes. Look at how he did that with Howie in that America's Got Talent show. Like it's so quick. Yeah, you can definitely reprogram yourself very quick. Um, and, you know, there's ways to get out of here, right? Like I know um, both me and Nathan like to use like deep breathing, like some deep breathing to get you back into your body, out of your mind, uh, you know, take you out of that flight or flight response mode is really important and start to just think more critically about things and long-term as much as you can get yourself out of that, just short-term thinking people please their part of the mind and get yourself into the part of the mind that says, well, what are we actually doing here? Is there a reason to be scared? Is there a reason not to be scared? You know, what can I do to, to change this? Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, fear holds us back in all areas, right? That's like you try to ask someone out. Oh, wait, I'm not, I'm not good enough. They won't like me. They're going to turn me down. It's going to, you know, change our relationship. Yeah. Um, you know, there's so many different fears, right? Like then they all, they all will just plague your mind if you let them. So a lot of it comes down to just you taking back control of your mind. Right. Spot on. And like I I was in fear of a lot of things myself. It's like Tanner and I aren't sitting here discussing this fear stuff. We've lived that fear life. Like I was scared to ask girls out too. It was a confidence thing. It was a self-confidence, self-worthy thing. But when you're, I guess, might as well just cover it now. When when I used to uh, go to ask that girl out that I, that, I, that I used to like, I think of all the negative things that could possibly happen like re- fear of rejection, fear of being laughed at, fear of all those things instead of just desiring the, yeah, I'll go out with you. I mm-hmm. thought of everything that could possibly happen negatively but never thought or felt or dreamt or however this happened, the positive of the, yeah, I'll go out with you. Never actually never actually considered that that could have been an outcome when, mm-hmm. when I usually would ask um, – a girl out it would always be a yes but sometimes i would get rejected and, and that's okay you just learn and and you just try different things but yeah it was interesting because i would always process or think about the all the negative outcomes instead of just going well what happens if she says yes it was always what happens if she says no yeah i actually uh it's funny you say that because when me and my wife both met we were in class in college and we we met we were just smiling across each other from the room and I wanted to ask her out multiple times throughout the, the semester, but I didn't. And then the very last day, our, our teacher was like, okay, everyone take out like a piece of pen and some paper and just write some people, some notes in class that you want to say something to oh. and my wrote me a note. It's giving me her number and that, so she pretty much initiated it. Cause I was too scared to do so myself because I, you know, I didn't have that. I didn't have that confidence. You know, I was worried. I, I had all those negative thoughts going on, just like you do, right? Like, like you did, right? Like, am I good enough? Is she going to say no? Like, is it just going to be really awkward? Like, what's going to go on? And so I, I psyched myself out of it. And I, you know, for all I know, like, if she didn't do, write me that letter, I never would have dated her. So, um, and married her now. So, uh, it's just kind of funny. Like, yeah. it definitely does affect you, right? That, that fear. And like another fear I think of right now is just like both you and me are on podcast talking publicly. Right. 
And we've both talked about how we're both, we're scared of doing public speaking. Like I remember like in front of class, like when we had to go like share in front of classes, it was just like, my hands are shaking. I was getting all sweaty. I started stuttering a bit. Right. Yep. Uh, like my heart pounding through my chest, like super scared. Like, Oh man, I don't ever want to public speak again. That's what I would tell myself. And now look, I'm doing a whole podcast and that's changed because I got out of that fear state, started thinking long-term, started telling myself a different story. Spot on. And it was the same thing because when I was at school and when I was at, like, if we ever did group assessments, I'd be that guy that wouldn't do anything. So I'd be up there not knowing what to speak about. So that was also a part of the fear as well. But yeah, um, it was just like a solo thing. I was doing it on, on my own. Well, it was different because I would still have that fear there. But yeah, it's just... When you find what you're passionate about and you find what what it is that that, that drives you and, and what you love and you find that you can speak to anyone, any amount of people at any time once you once you have I guess that passion from inside that you like I don't know about I do know about you. We both love what we do, Tanner. We both love this. We love creating. We love speaking about different things to help ed- educate people. We found that belief with within us that we are worthy and that we are enough. It's like we're confident enough to speak in front of people because I guess for me, being heard was something that I had to learn throughout my life and many other lives. You want to go spiritual here, but being heard was something that always came up. And it's like, well, for me now, that has healed a part of me because I feel heard that, that my message is being heard and being felt and being seen and shared and all those things. But, but back to that, that, that little boy, Nate, who was afraid to speak up. Well, yeah, he was afraid to, afraid to speak up because he, he, he was afraid that people were going to laugh at him. He was afraid that people were going to make fun of him. He was afraid that he was going to stutter up there. He was afraid that he wasn't going to be even be able to speak. It's like, you go back to that little child where, where it all started and you become one with that child. It's an inner child med- meditation for those out there that are, that are in- interested in this. You can meditate and f- go back to that moment in time and, and, and you can heal that child. Once you heal and merge with that child, it gives you the self-confidence to, to then go, okay, well, what am I passionate about? What can I create? that when you build the knowledge of it, which is all from inside of you, then you're able to speak about it publicly and for me when i found out and and i had the the like the dream of doing a podcast i sat with the fear of what if this gets laughed at what if this gets shunted what if this is this and this and this and it was the same thing about asking the girl out it was never the what if i am heard what if this is a a success like it was always straight to the negative it it was it was always tanner with the same with asking the girl out. it was always well what if this doesn't work what if this gets laughed at what if people troll and comment on my stuff what if I start speaking and I'm stuttering? I've had a couple of little stutters here, here and there, but it's it's getting better. It's improving because the more you practice and the more you do it, the more you get better and the more confident you become and the more you start to slow down when you speak. I was always one to talk really fast. so But yeah, I was always straight to the negative and I was never, well, what if this actually works out in my favor? And at, at the moment, I'm very grateful that my podcast has worked out in my favor and I'm very mm-hmm. grateful for that. But I sat with that negativity first, never the positive. That's one thing I had to shift with in, in myself was being like, well, I am worthy. I am successful and so is this podcast. Yes, it gets, some people would laugh at it. Doesn't worry me, but back then it did. Nope. That makes sense? 
Oh yeah. That is a beautiful, that's beautifully put, right? Like you, you got to believe in yourself, give yourself the benefit of the doubt. I mean, it's, I mean, part of the reason why our minds go to that negative, right. Is just like, naturally our minds want to avoid any pain or anything like that. Discomfort. Um, just kind of like it wants to stay with the familiar, right. When yeah. you start to do things that are out of the ordinary, it's like, Oh, watch out. You know, you might get those fears. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we got to realize when it's really a rational fear or a irrational fear. Right. Um, and you got to really make sure that you're not being manipulated in that fear, like through the news. Like if you are watching news, just turn it off. <laughs> That's the best thing I can recommend is just turn off the news, stop watching it. Um, cause that's really all they do. Like they, like they know that one of the main functions of the human brain is just to go after that fear, um, to, you know, it, it's a selling factor and it's a manipulation factor. So it's, it's used all over the place, right? Yeah. Oh, watch out. You got termites all over your house. There's a, you know, a way they're going to sell termite bonds <laughs> to people, right? You got a whole bunch of spiders infecting your house. You're going to want to get an exterminator in the house. But you got to realize like bugs are just part of the house, right? <laughs> part of the process. Uh, so don't be like manipulated into poisoning your house with a bunch of toxic pesticides or herbicides, right? Um, and that's used all over the place, right? Um, so I think it's really important. We just kind of look at what fear is and like how it's manipulating us on such an intricate level. So, uh, but I think it's really important to get to that positive mindset like you're talking about and just like switching it. So like, what if I did do this? What if I am positive? What if I was able to do this? What if I was successful? So asking the different questions. It's interesting because the the ripple effect that has when you're mm-hmm. positive, those around you are like your vibrations positive. So you attract yeah. positive. But it's interesting because when you vibrate at that loving positive level, people around you become positive too because your positivity has like your energy and your aura is so powerful that um, it it literally lifts up the people that you're around. I've seen it in the last 12 months because I've started to lift up mine and especially the last couple of months, it's really amplified with the things that I've, that I've, that I've been doing and, it's, and I've noticed it around different um, walks of my life that the people that I'm around and comfortable to be in my energy because I'm positive and it's like, lifting them up to a sense too. It's like not only are you doing this for yourself, but you're doing it for all of humanity, but you're doing it for those around you too. Don't forget how powerful and 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 how I guess um magnificent, magical and wonderful your presence can be. Because when if you walk into a room, people will instantly feel feel warm. Don't forget like the power of that presence. Because there's a lot of powerful people out there that don't that, that don't really know that when they walk into a room and people feel their presence, that's powerful. It really Definitely. is. And then you look at it on the flip side to the negativity. If you're around a negative person and you feel that negativity, it can take it can take over you. Does that make sense? So oh, yeah. it sort of works both ways. Like if you're around, if as in the work that that we do, if you're around negative people and you're trying to try and be positive, you know, balancing of the scales, you know, you may have to chop some of those negative people out of your life for a bit 
to work on your inner positivity to then perhaps go back. But, you know, if you're surrounded by negativity, then it's going to be very hard to get into a positive mindset when all your good work can be not ended, but can be um, held back because you're around those negative people because that energy, does that make sense? Yeah, it does. <laughs> also, because <laughs> if you're around negativity and you're trying to try and be positive, then how's that going to work for you? I mean, there's a, what they're saying, like the five most people you hang around with the most is who you become. Exactly. I mean, and you see that easily, right? Like, I don't, I haven't many experiences where I'm like hanging out with a friend or something and they, they keep like singing a song or saying a phrase, like a certain catch line or something. And then like the next day after that, I'll start having like that song in my head or like that phrase stuck in my head. And I'm like, man, they were just saying it all yesterday. And now I'm saying it, right? Like it's the same thing, right? The same thing happens not only for those catch lines, for those songs, it happens for the negativity too. It's like a record player going on in your head. Like, oh, what did we just hear today? That's what the subconscious mind is, right? Subconscious mind is like, hey, what did we just hear the last couple of days? Oh, this is probably a safe thing to do. We heard this a bunch. Let's push this out there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that happens all the time, right? Um, and, like, to your point of walking into room and, like, being able to change the mood, like, there's also, like, the opposite where you walk into room and you know, like, something bad happened in that room, right? Like, there's, like, a funeral going on or like someone died and you just walk in there like whoa like you just feel like a drop in energy and you're just like what's going on right like that's that's to the fact that everything is energy you know we're all energy i'm i think i've talked about this many times when we're on the podcast but it's really important because like it's way people can understand this like it's not just woo woo stuff right it's it's actually backed by science now at this point with quantum physics like everything like they've shown now that quantum particles, which is what makes up atoms, and below the, the protons, the neutrons, the electrons, is these quantum particles. And these quantum particles are really just energy vortexes, meaning that everything is energy. So really what my point is, is that when you're walking into the room and you feel that negative energy, it's influencing you because you're energy as well. You're, you're feeling that because it's going into your energy vortex, if you want to say, or your, your chakras, you know, people refer to it as chakras, like there's many different names for this information, but at the end of the day, we know it's real because it was talked about in the quantum physics world. It's talked about in like the yoga world, the chi, and, you know, it's talked about like in Eastern medicine, it's talked about, you know, in all different kinds of aspects, right? Like manifestation and things like that. So really what you think about is really important. And that's why you really need to be aware of what you're fearing, because if you are fearing a lot of negative things, then those things are going to be drawing more into your life. You know, that's the aspect of manifestation is that essentially your mind's a magnet. So if you're worried about all these things, like if you're like, oh no, what if I fail? What if I do this? What if I do this? You're more likely probably going to fail because you just thought about that the whole time. Like when Nathan talked about switching the questions you're asking yourself, that's super powerful because then you're giving your mind something else to work on. Like, hey, we're not thinking about all the things we're going to do wrong. We're thinking about what could go right. And that opens up more possibilities, opens up, you know, the, the snowball effect of getting more and more positive as you keep going. Yeah. And the example of that question is people say they can't afford things. Well, if you read the book, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki, he says, if you say that you can't afford something, then then you're blocking that from happening. So you flip the mm -hmm. question and say, how can I afford that? Mm -hmm. 
And that gets your mind thinking of, of, of ways to be able to afford that. Like that book completely changed my life in terms of financial advice. But he also spoke about how powerful our minds are and and how powerful that our questions are. And that's one question now where I'm looking at something and I'm like, how can I afford that? It's like, okay, well, let's get my mind into overdrive and let's see how that can be achieved. Like there are endless opportunities and there are endless things out there for us as humans. We can manifest and create anything we want. So if we're in a negative state, we're creating a negative state. It's, it's That's the law of physics, isn't it, Tanner? If we're in a negative or the law of the quantum physics, we're in a negative state, we attract that. If we can flip the switch, and as Abraham Hicks says too, if you can focus on something for 17 seconds, that instantly brings it into your re- reality, meaning the next few weeks, months, days, that will come into your life because you, because your mind is so powerful that you'll be able to bring that in, if that makes any sense at all. Abraham Hicks says, if you focus on something for 17 seconds, whether it's good or bad, subconscious doesn't give a shit, whether it's good or bad, that comes into your reality. So if you're constantly thinking fear, 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 that's all your re- reality is. If you flip the switch, even just for 17 seconds, there's a hint, there's a hope. There's some there's some positivity there. Then he says if you focus for 60 seconds, um, not only will that bring that into your reality, then you're thinking of ways of how it can be in your reality. What do I need to do to, to, to get this in? You've already bought it in. Now how can it happen physically? Then that's that's the power of, of your mind. If you can slow that down and really ask those questions of you'll get the answer of how you can do these things. And that is how the human race has survived all these great resets because we've gotten our minds back. Like so much has been taken away from us through eons of time. The pendulum is swinging our way now and it starts up here. Yep. I mean, your number one asset is your brain, right? And there's a reason why they don't teach this. There's a reason why they don't teach this information in school. Why no one's taught about how your subconscious mind works, how self-sabotage works, is because, well, they're using it to control you. They're using it to keep you weak, to keep you docile, make it so you don't, you know, increase your frequency so you don't get to the next level. So you, so we're just, we're hot, we're in a fear state, right? Were you going to say something? Yeah, I was, because if you're in that fear negative state Mm -hmm. all the time, then you get more likely to do these things that they want you to do. You're more likely to watch the porn. You're more likely to uh, eat the junk food, drink the booze, drink, uh, I was going to say drink the smokes, smoke the smoke, (laughs) smoke the vape, play video games. Like you're more likely to do these things as an escape from all the fear. But as I've learned within myself that I don't need those things, all I need is myself, nature, ocean, being home alone, being in a dark room, somewhere where I can calm my mind and my thoughts and just ask myself the question, why am I doing this? And what is this feeling here? Sometimes it's deeper than fear. It could be anxiety, it could be embarrassment, resentment, anger, sadness, whatever it is. It's like, what else could this be? And then you instantly your subconscious mind, you 
you can are you then able to release that feeling because you're starting to feel the feeling. It's like, oh, I've got a bit of resentment there. Well, where's that come from? Oh, that person today cut me off, cut me off off in traffic. Okay, well, I forgive you, I love you, I thank you, and and I'm sorry. You forgave that person, you move on. That's how you shift that resentment. But you gotta really <laughs> feel that though. If that person cut you off and you're so pissed off at them, you're so angry. You can find it in your heart to forgive them, but really feel that forgiveness though. Because then you're able, because once you start that forgiveness journey, you can forgive yourself for allowing all of these things to happen. You're forgiving yourself for allowing yourself um, to feel the fear. You're forgiving those that that are ruling us. I believe that us as a humanity need to all come together as one and forgive those people that have done all of this to us. Because if we forgive them, that's all of us coming back into our heart space and that's sending love out into the universe. Then all of humanity gets love back and that fucks them off. If we can all come to it, I know it sounds very religious and very, it's not. We just forgive ourselves and forgive those who have wronged us and forgive the ruling elite for doing this and thank them for their work and shine some love from our heart space that fucks them off. They're gone. See you later. Because that's the negative force that exists here. I've said it before. That negative fearful force that exists here is our own negative fearful force. We change ourselves. We change the world. We forgive ourselves. We forgive the world. We heal the world. We change the world. Like, if we can do that, then my goodness, are we in for a good time? Oh, yeah. yeah I completely agree with that. And it's kind of like, People can kind of equivalent to like the matrix in a way, right? Like uh, I did my, my podcast about the matrix of control that got banned. Um, but talk, I mean, by the way, thank you. Uh, <laughs> and that's really what, like what you were talking about, right? Like we're like there, you, the reason why they have us like, I don't know all this like mind control and everything is because they need our energy. They do. Everything on that negative. They, they, need, they need it. Us. They need yeah. our energy yep. because it powers them. If we hand our power away, it powers them. We take our power back. They have no power. Mm-hmm. We all stop going to work. I know it's a very small layer of the onion, but we all stop going to work and stop paying for shit, like our bills and that. They can't control everyone. Same with the virus thing. You know that little fake virus that happened last three years? If everyone had just said no, they wouldn't have been able to do what they did. The power of no, Fatana. Oh yeah, I mean, the power of no is super important. I mean, like we're pretty much like little like we're all like little human batteries right now, uh, keeping that system of control going. Right, that that mind manipulation, that fearful state, that <laughs> constant poisoning of the population. We're all contributing to it yeah. every day. We're we're spending money at certain places every day. You know, we are taking actions towards certain things. Thinking th- certain thoughts, like we're we're all creating it, and that's why, you know, when people talk about, oh, I want to change the world. Well, how do you do that? You start with changing yourself, because you can't you can't directly change the world. But you can directly change yourself, which in turn will be a reflection of what's going to happen with the world. So you go inwards, you fix what's going on inwards, and then you start helping other people do the same thing for themselves. And that's how you start to get that rolling effect. Um, and that's that's really where it's powerful. And then you say no, like Nathan says, right? Like 
just like in the Matrix when he's when Neo says no and just the bullets just fall to the ground. All those bullets are like the fear, the manipulation, the the chemtrails, the the pesticides, herbicides, the fungicides. You know, all those things coming at us. No, not in my life. Hmm. I don't want that. I choose this, right? And then you go out there and you choose that. You don't contribute to that negative system. And that is how we're going to change the world by going inwards and changing ourselves, changing our daily lifestyles. I understand. Then, yeah. Sorry. You, you, no, 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 you're I was going to say, I, I understand how and why this is so hard for, for people to do now. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people are carrying around years and years of anger, resentment, frustration, fear, guilt, shame. So many of these emotions that they're not ready to unpack, but it's like the time is now to start stripping back that onion and letting some of these things go because you'll find that the reason why you may be a bit overweight, out of shape, because you're hanging on to some resentment in your stomach from the way your mother spoke to you, the way your father spoke to you. You may have done something when you're a kid, when you're a teenager, when you're in your young adult years, or you may have done something in the last couple of years do you hold fear, or not really fear, guilt and shame about? You might have cheated on your spouse. You might have, um, I don't know, you might have had a business and you might have um, had a partner with that business and you might have, you know, you might have shortchanged them and you might have done something that um, that you have a lot of guilt over, something like, like doing that, or you might have a bit of guilt from your divorce because you took more than what you should have and all these things. So like you can let all that stuff go and and forgive yourself for doing these things because not only will you find that you'll become some of that fat will go with a bit of changing of the food and changing of um of your exercise and different things but a lot of it's emotions and you can let them go. The time is now for us to let go of of our darkness and shed our darkness to then bring in the light which is what is happening right now energetically physically Everywhere. It's like the time is now for you to let all of this go. But I know it's hard because I'll let most, most, all of mine go in the last three to four years. It was fucking hard. But isn't life supposed to be hard? Because right now, these comforts, the drinking, the TV, the smoking, the video games, it's all comfort. It's all easy. And it's all directing you away from sitting with yourself and and really deep and feeling it and going, well, yeah, that little kid, Nath, was told he's not worthy, he's not enough. Well, how about I call that little kid in and I'll go back to the time where I wasn't worthy and I wasn't enough and I'll sit with him and I'll tell him, Nathan, I love you. I am you as a healthy, strong version of, of you. I am you, you are me, we are one. You don't need to um, have run that program anymore. You are worthy. You are enough. You are safe and you are loved. Come with me now. Let's walk away and let's let's remove that from, from my subconscious now. That's gone. Now I welcome in. I am worthy. I am enough. See how easy, not easy, but you, I cried doing that, med, med, that meditation. I cried doing it because I finally realized and really felt that I was worthy and that I was enough. That's how powerful that meditation is. You can, because you, your mind remembers everything and you can go back to those moments where you wronged that person, 
where someone wronged you, where you cheated, where you did all these bad things. You can go back to them. I'm sure people do often sometimes do go back to them, but they don't know how to forgive themselves for it. You can forgive yourself for all of these things and you can allow in that that light and that and that love because that light and that love, it exists inside of you. It's called the human heart. For such a long, long time, I was stuck in here and I wasn't and I wasn't here. As soon as I came back in here, I was able to go back to all those moments of of of, of my life and sit there and go, well, fuck. All this shit happened to me because I allowed it to happen. I had total control over the whole thing, but I allowed all these bad things to happen to me and I allowed all these things to happen in terms of what I did as well, but I can let that go now. I can forgive everyone that wronged me, but I can forgive myself at the heart because I am worthy and I'm enough and I don't need to carry that around anymore. My future is now this path the path of greatness, which all exists inside of you. If we all drop out of here and come back into here, because that consciousness, that it exists inside of us. We save ourselves. We save the world, Tanner. It's powerful. Mm-hmm. Sit with that child, nurture that child, tell that child what it needs to hear, feel it, cry it, punch it out, whatever you need to do to get those feelings out. You get them out you're back on the path to greatness. And people will sit there and go, well, my partner cheated on me. I can't forgive them. Well, yes, you can forgive them. You can. Because if you understand what you may have done in that relationship or what you have said or things you said, you might go, well, shit, I contributed to that. Maybe I didn't show up for myself. Maybe I wasn't showing up for her or him. Then you go, and then you sit with that guilt and go, oh, well, and then you forgive and you and you let go of it. There is yep. nothing, there is nothing that you can't forgive someone for or, 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 or yourself for. There's so many videos from TED Talks that these two people have done. This bloke murdered this lady's daughter in cold blood. That woman forgave um, the guy that did it. They're best friends and they're doing TED Talks all over over the world. There'll be a link to that video in the bottom. So oh. you can forgive yourself and someone for anything. Because if because if you carry those negative emotions around, well, we know what they cause. They cause all these different um ailments and illnesses and cancers. We let this go, we shed that, we can move forward. Mm-hmm. But yep. hey. Ask yourself this question: If if that all that resonated, isn't life supposed to be hard? It's those dark days where you learn so much about yourself. Well, I think there's also a good point to think about. Like both instances are hard, right? Like in the in the short term, it seems like the easy choice. Like, oh, I'm just gonna drink alcohol. I'm just gonna go watch TV. I'm gonna do those things. But at the end of the day, long term, you have to deal with the hard like the results of that like yep the obesity the disease the the body aches the just depression the anxiety whatever it may be right you have to face that and that is much more difficult than what you would have to face if you just went inwards and just dealt with it right like the reason why it's hard to deal with those like emotions and things because we're scared of them right goes back to fear we're we're scared of facing these things because 
it's it can cause pain it's 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 touchy-feely right like we don't want to go into it because well like we want to avoid pain usually right like our whole society is built around avoiding pain oh you got a headache here have a some some migraine medicine or like an, an advil or whatever right oh you got this take this right everything to avoid any sorts of pain right but at the end of the day that pain is there for a reason that pain is there to tell you hey there's something wrong you need to address something and if you listen to it like nathan's talking about you listen to that pain let it run over you let you feel that pain in its entirety like okay this is what i need to do you know this is where i was hurt back in the day this is who i need to forgive this is what i need to do right it can make a major change so you're doing that work that may seem harder now but you're going to get the results out of it you're going to get all the good things out of it you're going to start to feel better you're going to start to enjoy your life more and so essentially you're putting in you're thinking long term right you're thinking long term which is the opposite of self sabotage usually you're you're putting in that work now and you're going for the long term result of a better life of the life you actually want to be living not just living paycheck to paycheck eating ice cream out of a tub you know, reaching for the doritos and the mountain dew you know instead you're going to be um you know putting good things in your body you're going to be living it with the people you love you're going to be working maybe not even a nine to five job who knows you might have your own business you may not even work at all who knows what you can do until you actually forgive yourself until you actually go down that road of hey well let's let's stop taking the easy way out let's stop taking the easy way out which really leads to the hard way let's let's stop cheating ourselves from our best life and start to treat ourselves right you know and that comes down to thinking about each individual action each individual thought like is this leading me towards the path i want or farther away from it yeah interesting too you can also follow on from that too and you can always ask yourself People are so scared to change too. Like I've been scared to change as well. I've I've been there, but people are so scared to change. They they tend to stay with that f- familiarity. Like if someone is doing, it's like if you can if you change yourself first, then you can change things around you as well. But you got to start within within here. If you can change yourself then you'll have the strength and you'll have the courage to be able to then change your life in terms of moving towns, moving states, moving countries. Um, if you've if you've done the work on yourself and you've come to a point where the person beside you is not evolving and transforming with you, then you're able to um, have the strength and the courage to leave that re- relationship and because you're self-worth, you're more worthy of of finding something real for you. And that something real for you exists here first. If if you if you find that that deep real self love, and you know how worthy and enough and 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 how loving that that you are fit for you, then you're attracting that that love back. And sometimes, and most of the time, a lot of people are with the wrong person because once they start working on themselves, they find and they start to have the light bulb moment of oh shit, they're not. They're not aligned with what I'm trying to be. So people stop doing this and they go back to what's familiar and safe. Oh, but we've been married for 30 or 40 years. Oh, we have kids together. Oh, we built this life together. It's like, well, if they're not meant to be for you, then 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 you can cut cut that cord. But we're scared to do those things. Mm-hmm. 
you know? Yeah, I'm single right now. Probably shouldn't, shouldn't be talking about it. But it's very easy to see that a lot of people are with the wrong person. And if you try and do this work on, or if you try and do this work on yourself, your subconscious, your feeling, your gut's telling you you're with the wrong person and then they just go back. The hardest thing you can do is change. But hey, isn't life supposed to be hard? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm going to challenge you on that because while it should be hard, it also should be easy, right? I think the reason why it's harder is because all the programming, right? We have all the deep programming of like get, trying to get us to go down this route. I think in like the perfect world or whatever you might want to sell, the the world with good programming in it where you watch <laughs> movies and they all have happy families and they all eat <laughs> healthy organic dinners by the table one day we'll get there yeah and so we have all those that good programming right it might be a lot easier um but i also don't want to put that limitation of on everyone where it's like it has to be hard because i know for some changes for you and me like it was a quick fix right like there was some things where we're like okay well i'm done with this i'm i'm gone with it like alcohol for me like at first was a problem once i started learning this information it became easy right so I think it's like at first it's going to be hard because you have all the programming, you have everything built up against you. But once you start to get into that role, once you start to get into your true power, that's when things start to be like, okay, it's easier. It's easier. It's coming to me now. It's it's flowing more now, right? Because we're supposed to have these things in life, in my opinion, right? Like we're supposed to be, have the love, the self-love, like we were born with it but it's been something that's been taken away from us. And so we become familiar with that absence of it. So it's, it's scary. And it, it, it is a hard, like, I don't get me wrong. Nathan, like making those changes is hard, right? Like, but at the same time, they can be easy, I guess is my point. Right. So like not everything good has to be hard. Some, a lot of times they are like you have to put in the work to exercise, right? Like that's going to be harder than just sitting around laying on the couch. <laughs> but at the same time, like once you start getting into the exercising, it doesn't feel hard anymore. It feels like, yeah, this feels great, right? Like this is something I want to do. And so I think that's just good to point out because people are like, this is going to be my life from now on. I'm just going to be doing stuff that just feels hard all the time, right? Like, well, that's not a bad mindset to have it's going to get easier as you continue going into it. Right. Because it like builds prepare yourself. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Prepare yourself for the difficult challenges ahead, but embrace those challenges and then feel how good it feels to actually start progressing forward. Cause that's really what it is. Right. You start to get that progress. You start to get more skills, start to get more confidence in yourself and things just become easier and easier and easier as you start to build up. Like I know like now, like, it's just become easier for me to start to move forward towards the things I want because I have been working on myself, right? Like to get the things in life that I want, it's become easier for me. Like I still have to put in the hard work, but it wasn't like when I first started. It wasn't like when I first started, I just felt like everything was impossible, right? Spot on. And it's like, yeah, the first few things will be hard. Like I found it really hard getting out of gym, ah, getting out of gym, getting out of bed in, in the morning to go to gym at 4 quarter to five in the morning to, to, to go to gym. Yeah, that was hard. But then it, it becomes habit. 
You know, I went through the demons of, oh, gee, I could just stay in bed. It's freezing cold here or, you know, but you get out there, you just get there. Once you're there, the hardest part is just getting there. Because once I was there, I'm ready to go. But, like, um, it becomes habit. Yeah, these changes will be hard for a start. They can be easy. I quit alcohol very easily. I quit being a people pleaser very easily. I quit pretty much all my self-abuse habits very easily. But the one thing I struggled to cut was porn. But I've learned how to transmute my sexual energy and sexual power Mm -hmm. through this awesome candle, which I'll give Vicky another plug, and through the work of Nicola Dust, which we can post some links to on the bottom, that, hang on a minute, that sexual energy is so, so powerful that that is our creative life force energy. Hang on to that. I've learned how to transmute that, but I was so programmed from that sexualized programming that porn was so hard to break. I do have demons with it. Yeah, I sometimes am drawn to it, but I'm able to understand why I am and then sit with myself and go, well, why am I? What else is it? What else am, am, am I feeling? Yeah, I might be a little bit horny and, re- and ready to go, but I can channel that into something else. I can write a blog, go for a run, go for a walk, meditate. Let that energy, let myself feel that energy and then let it come up through my body. But back on what I was saying before, though, with like with, with, with this fear, like we're all in fear of doing these things because it's hard. But if you can get to a place where you're doing this on a consistent, regular basis, which a lot of people struggle with, then you find that it becomes habit. Going to the gym at 4.30 in, in the morning is a walk in the park for me now. Only took a couple of weeks. The first week was fucking hard. I was like, geez, it's cold. <laughs> and I don't know if, if my body can handle lifting weights, but here we are. My body can handle our bodies adapt. We can train our bodies to pretty much do anything. Let's train our bodies to live the life that we that we want to live. Um, if you want to just talk physically right now, we get one shot at life, right, Tanner? We get one shot. Well, if you want to go spiritually, we actually get a few shots. But in this like current physical, we get one shot. Why not make it count? Like in 40, 50, 60 years time, looking back on, on your sit, you're laying there on, on your deathbed, looking back on your life, thinking that you could have been something great. You could have been something wonderful. You could have done this. You could have done that. You could have X, Y, and Z, but you didn't. Think about it. Do you want to be that person? on that deathbed, saying to your grandkids, saying to your children, saying to whoever's around you, I could have been something great, but I'll let fear get in the way of it. Why not remove that fear and just go and do it? Your time is now. You, If you want to write a book, write a book. If you want to start a business, start a business. If you want to leave that relationship, leave that relationship. Don't go to your deathbed and then say, I could have been something great, but I didn't do it. Go and do it now. If you're 75 years old listening to this and you're like in your twilight years and you're thinking, shit, i got some... You can still go away and write and write a fucking awesome book about the life you had. There's no, no excuses, I mean, really. It's I mean, it's never too late either, right? Like, nah, don't let fear stop you. Don't let the... Don't let that person that may have bullied you in school that might comment on all your posts, laughing at you. Don't let that person or those people stop you from being something awesome. 
Tanner and I have had comments on our posts, being laughed at, being challenged, all those things. We welcome that. Why? Because we flip the perspective. It's like, well, if that person's going to laugh at my stuff, that's fantastic. But their friends might have taken something away from it that's changed their life. My job's done there. Don't let fear exactly. stop you. Don't let the fear of what other people think stop you from going out there and being fucking awesome. Because you only get one shot. And you don't want to be on, on that deathbed sitting there going, oh, I could have been something great, but oh, I was just I was just I was just scared that it may that it may it may not, not have worked. Well, what if it did work? Yep. Don't live your life full of regret and full of fear. Yeah, I think there's a quote from uh Wayne Gretzky that is you you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take. Uh, and Wayne Gretzky is one of the greatest hockey players of all time. I'm not actually super big into sports, but I was I was big in playing uh, playing ice hockey back in the day. And my point is like, if you don't take those actions, right, you're always wonder what would have happened, right? What would have happened if you would have asked, I don't know, uh, Lucy Lou who out in seventh grade, right? Like what would have happened then, right? Um, but anyway, so I got a technique people can do. I actually learned it from Mel Robbins. It's called the five second rule. And it's not the one where you pick up food off the ground in five seconds and eat it. <laughs> uh, the five second rule. Let me kind of give the backstory behind it. And so something, the reason I bring it up is people can use it to like, just, just go do something and start getting like that fear mindset, all those fear questions. So the idea behind it is Mel Robbins. She's a pretty big public speaker. She was in a period where she's just laying in bed every day, all day. She like got fired from her job and she had no motivation to get out of bed. Right. And so she was just sitting there watching TV because she had TV in the room. And this NASA um, program comes on and there's a countdown for a rocket. And she just hears the countdown. Five, four, three, two, one. And the rocket just takes off. And in that moment, her thought was like, I need to be that rocket. I'm just sitting here in this bed. And every time I try to do something, I just get in my own head and keep myself stuck. So next time I want to go do something, I'm just going to count down to five or from five to one and just be a rocket and take off. So the next morning she did it five, four, three, two, one, and she just got out of bed. And so the reason why it works is you just break those thoughts, right? If you're, your subconscious mind is trying to put those negative thoughts, those reoccurring thoughts in your head. What if I'm not good enough? What if I'm whatever, 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 right? So you do the, you make it more conscious. You consciously say five, four, three, two, one, and then you just go do it. Don't even give yourself time to think about it. Just go right into that, that action. Oh, should I ask this person out? Don't give yourself time to talk yourself out of it, right? Five, four, three, two, one, be a rocket and blast off and go ask that person out. Oh, should I start the side business? Well, yeah, you should. Five, four, three, two, one, go start the side business, right? Like it's, it's an easy technique, but it's something you can apply very easily to your life. Yeah, and it sounds like you can use it for those negative habits too. Like if you're sitting yeah. there watching porn, should I, should I be watching this? Five, four, three, two, one. No, I'm not gone. Yeah, I'm out here. Yep. I might use that one if I'm drawn to porn in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, give it a try. It's pretty, no, it's yeah. pretty good. I like that and one. Make sure, you, make sure you imagine the whole rocket like take off in your head. You hear the, like the whole rocket noises. <laughs> And that, that really adds to it. I mean, because your your motion, your visualization, your senses 
play a big yeah. role in your mind as well. So if you're, sure that, you if you're in that negative, if you're in doing that negative habit, you could easily be like, I should stop doing this. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, or 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, bang, you're off and you've got your your hands out of your pants, your hands out of the chip bag, your, your beer might be smashed on the ground. That's great. Maybe that's a good one to do. I'll, I'll, it could easily work for those negative habits too to, to then get out of it. Yeah, I like that. That was a good one. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, that's something I heard that actually a couple months ago, my brother sent it to me, which is awesome. Uh -huh. Um and I heard it. And I was like, man, that is great. That's such an easy tool to use. And that's the great thing, right? Like the reason why let's talk about why that tool works, because I mean, it, what, it breaks the, the thought pattern between your subconscious mind and your conscious mind. Like it breaks that, that program, your program's running for the negative, the, Oh, let's talk Nathan out of this. It's going to be safer for us not to do this. No, we should probably not do that. Or we might fail. We might not do good. And then you just, you cut it off. You don't even let your brain do that. You just go into the five, four, three, two, one and give your brain something else to think about. Very powerful. That's why you imagine the rocket, your brain, your subconscious mind loves picture images, loves the, it's, it's like a little kid, right? It's like, it likes the visualization. It likes the sounds. So really imagine yourself as a rocket about to take off and you just burst out of there. Um, and the cool thing is that if you have an idea for like one of these kind of techniques, make it, you know, you could do any kind of one that, really has to do with visualization and just getting yourself to go do something. If there's something else that vibes with you, like a car or I don't know what else it would be, but you know what I mean? Like there's so many different techniques you can just come up with. Um, but you know, this is one easy one. So like another proof that you don't really need anything else to be able to overcome this, these fears, anything outside you can, you have everything you need right now to make the changes. Really what I found makes the biggest changes though is getting information and oftentimes reaching out to other people. Um, while I possibly could have gone to where I was today, I doubt I would be where I am this far ahead at this point. You know, I, I would have struggled a lot more and um, I probably would have fell back in my old habits. So I think reaching out is super important, getting that fresh perspective, getting that new set of information from other people can really just change your life in so many yeah. aspects. I second that. I second that, and just let your uh, let your imagination run, run, run right. Like let it run wild. Just be like, if you're imagining even like a rocket, you can imagine a jetpack, like whatever yeah. it is, like airplane, uh, car. Like you can imagine yourself kicking a goal. Like here in Australia, we have Aussie rules. Imagine yourself kicking a goal could be a soccer term too. Imagine yourself hitting a baseball into the out of the out of the park and that's that's the, that's that habit or that's that thought or that's that thought you've hit that thought out of the park like there's so many let your imagination run wild and do with what do with what feels right to you and organic and um authentic to you and yeah just like as kids we all had imaginations we all had these things it's like well that was obviously programmed out of us which we've spoken about but it's like go back to that let your imagination run wild. You can literally imagine you being in a in a big gold temple getting all this healing. Like you can imagine anything and it will it will help you. It's like if you want to heal something that's from yourself, imagine a I don't want to say doctor, but like imagine someone coming to you. It could even be a relative or something coming to you 
that can heal you. That relative might be passed on, so it might be a spirit guide for you. Imagine that person coming to you, giving you some advice or, or saying something to you to help you heal. That's how powerful our thoughts and, 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 and minds are. I know for me, I can imagine my grandfather coming to me, which I'm getting goosebumps now. I can imagine him coming to me with some word of advice, some, oh, I'm about to get emotional here, some feeling of love or, or just something to help me go, Oh, I am worthy or I am enough or I should do this or I should do that or even just simple as I'm proud of you. Like hearing that from someone that has crossed over, to hear that again, like I guess it's come from him, it's come from me, well, you know, if you don't believe in the spirit stuff, well, that's just come from you then. That's come from your spirit. I'm proud of you. Like a lot of um, a lot of people out there haven't heard that from from their parents or different people that that have been there for them. That's okay, but as long as you're proud of yourself and you can imagine someone saying it to you, you can probably even just imagine your parents saying it to you. And how, how powerful would that be? Even though you haven't heard them physically say it, you can imagine your parents saying that to you. That's so powerful. I love you. I'm proud of you. You can. That's that's how you can start your healing journey. Started mine. Yeah, you wrote a bunch of those letters, right? Yeah, that's another forgiveness thing too. Um, I say to my clients now when they come and have a session with me, I all know if they're hanging on to something that they need to forgive for. It's it's littered throughout their their questionnaire. It's like, you know, if you cheated on someone or someone cheated on you, or yeah, or you might have had some fear and some anxiety there from that little kid that was scared to speak up and stuff. Well, then you can see that in there. And it's like, well, I, okay, well, this is what I did in terms of my forgiveness. I've spoken about it before. I'll speak about it again. I went back through my life with some help from Jane Roder on the, uh, she was on my podcast three or four months ago. She helped me with my forgiveness stuff because I knew I was going to help people with it. And I went, right, okay, well, who are all these people that have wronged me? Bring them in. Right up. I'm going to write them all a letter. I wrote about 10 letters. I wrote different people in my life a letter and I put in how I made them feel, how they made me feel. And I thanked them for the lesson. And I said, I thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. I forgive you. Like I just sat there with the intention. I didn't have a plan. I didn't have anything. I just sat there and I wrote on my computer and I let all those emotions out. But then I was able to put myself in their shoes as to how I made them feel. So that's how I realized, well, I was a bit of a prick. I was a bit rude. I was a bit angry. Okay, well, I projected that onto you and I'm sorry for and I'm sorry for doing that. And then the very last letter I wrote was to my old self. My old self that was the drinker, the partier, the playboy, the 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 the, the rude prick that I was for such a long time. I wrote him a letter and I said, I love you. I thank you. I forgive you. I'm sorry. And I shed all of that. It's like I put in there how I felt when I did all those things that I was doing. I was just scared, lost, broken, sedated in fear, all those emotions. But I wrote myself a letter and I said, at the end of it, I put, I love you, Nathan. I'm so proud of everything that that you're doing. 
you are worthy, you, you are enough. And I went away and I burnt the letter. I burnt all the letters. Some I handed out, probably shouldn't have handed them out, but I handed some some of them out. That's just a, little, a lesson for me to be like, hey, very powerful. You write all, all those letters down, you print them off or you handwrite them, then you go away and burn them. So Because your subconscious mind loves those rituals, ceremonies that we talk about. Well, burning all that old energy was so powerful for me because then I was able to bring in the new. But I forgave myself and I forgave those that wronged me. I let it all go. And I view those people differently now. They were just lessons for me to to become better. They were just little roadblocks or little hurdles on my journey to be like, hey, you're better than that. That's all it was. But Jesus was hard writing those letters though. I felt a lot. I cried a lot. Men, it's okay to cry. We always say it. But yeah, that's something I, and I sort of direct my clients to that. Be like, well, this is something you should do. But you got to find what works for you as well. And I know that after that, I wrote those letters, I was on the shitter for a couple of days. So I, ha- I I had the shits for a while because my body was then de- was then releasing all those emotions. They, had, they, they, they have to go somewhere. Yeah, I released them through writing and, and energetically, but physically those emotions were stuck there. So they had, they had to go somewhere. I had the shits for three days. Yeah. <laughs> I had the shits for three days, but that was just the rest of the body just processing and, and I guess detoxing those those emotions physically. So yeah, sit with yourself and let yourself have those, have the runs and that as well. Don't put a pill back in, in your body to block that. Let those emotions out because you've shifted so much. Let them come out physically too. It might be, could be anything, but I know I, I had the shits for a couple of days when I did it. Bit gross, but yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Just forgive. Well- Just forgive. Let's all come to a place of forgiveness. We forgive those evil bastards that are doing this to us. We love them. We thank them. They did a bloody good job. Let's forgive them. Let's forgive ourselves for allowing the food to be poisoned, the air to be sprayed, the AI to control our our minds and our thoughts and all this stuff. And let's just forgive ourselves for allowing us or for allowing all this to happen because our power was handed away to these people that they could fix us when we could fix ourselves. Let's forgive ourselves and take that power back. That ends the evil forces here. It really does because it it ends ours too. And address the fear, right? They take your power away to enhance theirs. You have the power to heal yourself. You have the power to be healthy. You have the power to be strong, worthy enough, loving, creative, vibrant, not tired, stressed, lonely, fearful. You have all of this inside of you. Just let go of the baggage and the shit that's there to allow it in because your tiredness, your pain is baggage and shit that's been there for a long time. And if you can clear it, you won't be in pain much longer. No surgery, no doctor, no psychologist, no woo-woo spiritual energy healer. None of these things will work unless you do the work yourself. No doctor and no magical pill is going to fix you. You fix yourself. The great energy healers and the great healers are always the ones that tell you and show you what they're helping you shift to then go away and do the rest. 
Like you could you could take any any woo woo magical drink that you want to take. You could even do 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 mushrooms, but as long but you need to shift it yourself. We heal ourselves. No doctor's gonna heal you, no psychologist is is gonna heal you. Because the doctor won't he's not gonna ask you, how come you cheated on your partner 20 years ago and you're still holding all that fear and regret and resentment around? Doctor's not not, not gonna ask you that. That'll just give you an antidepressant and say, here you go, suppress that. Face your pain. The time is now. Like Mother Earth is shedding her darkness and her pain right now. Why don't we help that process forward and shed ours too? Yep. Let it go. Let all let that go. What's that? Go. What's that? What's that uh, movie the kids watch? Frozen. Let it go. <laughs> let it go. We'll play that song and let it go. <laughs> yep. Yeah, do whatever you need to do. Sing the Frozen song. Be a rocket. <laughs> you know, just do whatever works. But really, I think starting now, right now, as soon as possible, is going to be the most important thing, right? I agree. So. Just do something to help shift it. Yes, I understand you're tired of being in pain and you're tired of being tired and you're so stressed and the cost of living is going up and all these things to make you worried, make you in fear. Just let that go and understand that if your energy and vibration is that of abundance and wealth and health and all these things and you're attracting that back and there's no amount of reset, there's no amount of cost of living because you're always going to be provided for but if you can provide for yourself and feel that, then the universe will provide for you. You have everything you need right here inside of you. There's no anything externally that can happen if your universe and your reality is that of like you taking back all of that power. There's no reset that's that's going to come in. That's, that's, that's that, like the universe will always provide for you. And if you're, in those negative states and the universe will provide you the, the negative. It's the same as your subconscious. The universe doesn't know what's ne ne negative, positive, irrational, irrational. It's the same as your subconscious. If your subconscious and you as a whole is positive and loving, then you're going to attract that back because the universe is the same as your subconscious. It doesn't give a shit what the frequency is. If the frequency is high, then you'll attract high. If it's low, you'll attract low. That's just how this nature of reality this uh universal law works so when we use it in our favor and build our best lives instead of leading ourselves down the path of misery straight down the gutter Does that makes sense yeah time to break free break from free. that self-sabotage from that fear yeah and then power yourself up start living your best life and if you want to ask that girl out go and ask that girl if you want to ask that man out go and ask that man out don't look back in 30 years time having someone next to you that's not for you when you should have asked that other, other woman or man out. Like if you're young watching this and you're single, I'm single too. Go and ask that woman out. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Exactly. All you have to lose is a simple no thanks. Okay. Well, you pick yourself up, you dust yourself off and you go again. Yep. She wasn't the one. Exactly. So, yeah, get out there, start making some some changes, start to become more aware. Yeah. Are you doing something because you're fearful 
Are you not doing something because you're fearful? You know, what, why are you doing what you're doing? That's really how you over start to overcome self-sabotage is to be more aware of what's going on. Yeah. Right. Start being more aware of what's going on and then you can start to change your life. Yeah. And, you know, address those, like, I think a big overarching theme of this whole podcast was just facing your emotions, right? Facing your emotions. Um, because a lot of these emotions that are pent up inside of us do add to more fear. Uh, so, you know, face your emotions, break free from them, you know, let them go, whatever you need to do, but resolve them and address them and then move on. And if you can't, don't sit with it and allow it to fester into something that's yep. going to make you physically incapable. Reach out and ask for help. Like Tana and I offer free Zoom consultations. Hey, Nathan, hey, Nathan, I'm struggling. Guess what? Thank you for reaching out. Let's have a Zoom chat. Let's talk all things you. You got nothing to lose there and everything to gain as well. Yeah. One simple call could be changing your life. So I know for me, asking for help was the single greatest thing I did. Same here. I can test that. And just investing in myself, right? Like yep. putting putting in that hard work into myself to see the results and to start enjoying life more. Exactly. You know? Yeah, there's so many things going on externally in the world that are here to distract you, to put you in fear and to not enjoy your life. But you can ignore those distractions and, and and ignore all that and and you can actually build and create your own life away from that, then that's going to give you happiness as well. You're not going to get it through a screen. Yes, there are probably going to be some interesting times coming ahead. But if you're strong and if you're healthy and if you're vibrant, you can get through that. Yeah, it's even it's even more important if there's you know if there's tough times coming ahead, which I think most people realize, it's even more important that you address these things now, right? Oh yeah. Would you rather try to address these things now while it's somewhat calm, or when things are hitting the fan and like things are not going well, right? Do the work now. It is really important. It's going to set you up for the future, and start to think long term. You know what kind of life do you want to do? You, if, do you even know what type of life you want to build for yourself? Focus on what your dreams are, your goals are. Break those down to smaller goals and then start working towards that. So. I know for me, I've got a six-month plan of action till the end of the year. I have a 12-month plan of action, three-year, five-year, 10-year. Nice. Beautiful. Yeah, I got a 10-year, a five-year, one-year, and then I have it just broken down by a month after that. So we can do these things. We do know what we want. Let's just get that out there and put that out there and let's get that back. It may not happen overnight. You may not get what you want overnight, but maybe that's teaching you patience. I know for me, patience was a big lesson for me. I, I wanted every, every, everything right now. I was like, let's go. I want it now. It's like, wait a minute. Just let it unfold. Enjoy the journey. Enjoy the moment and just be patient. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I, mean, I think that covers most of it. I think so too. I think that might be it. We've been going for what an hour, hour or so. Yeah, that was a good one. Oh yeah, 
We'll have to do this. We'll have to do this monthly, Tanner. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah. Um, I guess did you want to just do an exit? Or yeah. you do it. <laughs> yeah, I can finish it up. So um yeah, so you know, today we talked about fear, we talked about its effects on us, our lives, on self-sabotage, why it's really important you get out of that fearful state and go more into a loving, embracing, um, grateful state where a state where you're just loving life and you know, you know things are gonna work out. Um, and there's many different possibilities and solutions for this, right? It's all about getting into your heart space, getting into your conscious mind, getting into um, just start and breathe more into your body and get out of that fearful state. You know, get like Nathan just did. He got a nice, good breath in there. It looked very calming and relaxing. That's exactly what you want to do. You want to get that deep breath in and just let go of that fear. Um, you know, let go of the fear and go into your whole body your whole mind. And that's, that's the way forward. And, um, you know, we're just so thankful that you guys come on here and give this, you know, these podcasts a watch and are supporting us. Please give us a like, subscribe, give us a comment. If you guys agree with this, if you guys have any other points or views, you know, we'd love to hear them. Even if you don't agree with us or you just want to say something mean, bring it on, come, <laughs> come bring it all on. We're okay with it. Whatever you guys want to say, uh, then uh, share this with other people because I think many people need to hear this information now at this point. And then, uh, yeah, so you've been listening to the Breaking Free from Self-Sabotage podcast where we power up and bring on um, amazing changes to people's lives and to our own lives and share that with the world. So, Thank you for listening and watching and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you, Nathan. Thanks, Tanner.